And we're back. We're back on this beautiful Wednesday. And today we are talking about character analysis. Everyone's favorite topic. Um, we chose one or more characters. Hint, we chose two characters for this episode. <laughs> to explore their function in their text. What argument can we make about these characters' choices? Are they dynamic? Are they static? Um, you know, we're just going to be talking about the characters, analyzing them, and giving our in- insight and pointers on who these characters are. Let's start us off with Victor, the main character of Frankenstein. So, um, it's good to be on the podcast today. Thanks for having me on again. Of course. And I'm going to be talking about Dr. Victor Frankenstein from the book Frankenstein. And um, so he's the protagonist of the story. You know, he plays an important role in telling the story. He's a narrator of part of the book as a whole. And he gives you different insight to many different things throughout the novel, such as, um, so what he did basically was create the monster that pop culture knows today as Frankenstein with the big green head and the screws coming out of his head. But... um, once you read the story, you realize that he doesn't, he isn't really like that as a monster, but we'll get into that later. So, uh, Dr. Victor Frankenstein, he's a very passionate scientist. He's uh, so passionate, he, dis- d- he uh, discovered the secrets of life and death, and he learned how to create life, mm. which is um, uh, very unheard of back then, and even today. No one knows how to create life, but he figured it out somehow, so good for him. And... Um, Victor was so dedicated to his work as a scientist, he didn't really have time for friends and family in his life, and he was kind of alone the whole time. And um, there's a lot of motifs of loneliness throughout the story, as well as fear of his creation. And another big motif in the story is um, the motif of death, which uh, occurs often in the story, spoiler alert. But if if you didn't think a spoiler alert was coming, you should have. And the motif of death ultimately ends with his death towards the end of the novel. Yeah, so those were some great points. And I think um, between, so we're going to compare this to, uh, compare Victor, our other character is the Mariner. And I found a lot of connections between them. One of them was travel, and I thought that was a big connection between the two, as Victor and the Mariner both traveled widely and they have a big admiration for nature. And uh, nature is also a common theme between two char- these two characters because both of them experience the good and bad parts of nature. And they both, experience how, they both experience how nature can cause them harm and ruin their lives, but they, can also, but they also both learned how to love nature again and its beauty. And a common motif relating to nature is the ocean, which can symbolize the insert- uncertainty. And another similar similarity between the two of these characters is that um, the mariner in the poem, in his poem, or when he was telling the story, he used the word wretch, and that's the same word that Victor used to call his creation um, the monster. Um, and another similarity that I found, which is a symbolic connection, is when the mariner shoot, shoots the albatross, um, chaos ensues. And this connects to how when Victor abandoned the monsters, the monster, he started the path that would make him end up in complete isolation. And the mariner, like Victor, also makes a choice about life. And Victor wants to be God, and he creates the monster just how the monster 
takes away life like God does. And bad things happen to the Mariner's ship just like Victor, and I also think that creation is a big theme between the two. And even in the Mariner story, creation is referenced multiple times. Like uh, he said, seven days, seven nights, I saw that curse and yet I could not die. Just like the seven days God created the world. Wow, what great, you know, text to text, text to world. I really like those examples a lot. And like to continue on with both of your like topics, loneliness, I felt like was a really big uh, motif in both of them especially when they when Victor was on his ship abandoned at sea when he was going to dump out all the body parts of his new creation he wanted to create and then when obviously the mariner lost all his crewmates to death and you know the, he was lonely on the ship so that was great all right we have some questions here yes i have a few questions that relate to these topics um to start with a question about both Victor and the mariner do you guys think that Victor and the Mariner remain static throughout the novel, or do they learn a lesson and ultimately change their mindsets by the end? Max, you want to take that one or me? Um, yeah, I'll take that one. Uh, very great question, Alexa. Really excited to answer it. And here we go. I think um, Victor definitely learns a lesson by the end of the novel and is no longer the same. I think he changes a lot throughout the novel. Definitely a lot of character development throughout it. I think he becomes a dynamic character. He also understands that he should have never interfered with nature and only God has the capability to create life. I think that Victor does go through experiences that make him dynamic, but however, we see that even in the end, in his dying moments, Victor has not changed. You know, I really love the in-depth questions that you've asked, and uh, I think it really helps everyone, especially myself, understand the novel better and what the author is trying to convey and the themes and messages that he tries to put out there in the world. Uh, do you have any other questions for us? Yes, another question relating to the monster. Do you think that Adam and the monster are foils of each other? Adam from the Bible. All right, yeah, that was. I'll take that one. I'll definitely take that one. Okay, um... Yeah, definitely. Adam Adam from the Bible. Wow, what a great text to world. Am I right, guys? Or Texas text. Sorry, my apologies. Um, Adam from the Bible and the monster are foils of each other in a way because like Adam, I was apparently united by no link to any other being in existence. He is a perfect creature, happy and pros- prosperous, guarded by the special care of his creator. That was from, obviously, Shelley when she was talking about Adam and Frankenstein. Even though they are similar, they are, in fact, quite, they're very unique. They're kind of like the creation, and in a way, like, Victor can symbolize God or a God-like figure creating new people. So, I mean, the first person that God created was Adam, right, guys? Yeah. And, you know, Victor's first creation was Frankenstein. So there's a similarity right there. They're both... I mean, was the monster Frankenstein's the book? But you know get what I'm saying. That's that's just my my 21st century knowledge popping through right there. You guys, know I'm saying. So basically, you know, Adam and the monster are definitely foils of each other. They're very definitely similar. Very good answer, Carson. I have one last question for you guys. Do you think that the ocean is symbolic of both literary works? Kiara, you got that one. Oh, yeah, I do. uh, The ocean seems to be a downfall and the reasons for many upsets throughout each novel. In Frankenstein, we can see Victor getting lost at sea, feeling a sense of isolation. 
In the rhyme of Ancient Mariner, the Mariner is also lost at sea that resulted in the death of his crewmates. This also led a mood of isolation. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, guys. Well, that was character analysis. Who liked that episode? Say aye. 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 All right, guys. We'll be back next week with a new episode talking about something else. Thank See you guys, you guys. later. Good night. Bye. Bye.